0: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, to you. Happy birthday to you.
1: So here we go again, and I hope that this recording is not a good.
2: dude. I really hope this wasn't. This one isn't
1: fucked. Is there any way of like ensuring that um yeah wait a second I'm on it and haha but you hear with a bit of delay but it sounds right. clear doesn't it
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> okay Um. yes what a start to an episode because you guys at the listening cannot know what happened what happened Mr. P
2: Well, guys, we're gonna be honest. We're we're honest at this show. We recorded over an hour of this podcast already,
1: and it was the best episode ever. And it not was not gonna a, lie. It was a great. It was a great. So episode. many things happened. Joe Rogan showed up.
2: <laughs> Donald Trump came to talk. <laughs> he actually
1: conceded here on this show. He said a little voicemail about his opinion. So I'll unfortunate. Like, he was
2: so articulate too. Like a really unexpected, great quality podcasting. Um, but we had a technical issue. We recorded for an hour. We talked all about this new song coming out this week and, uh, we had a technical issue and the audio is corrupted and we
1: can't use it. So this is... To give you a little impression, we can add like one little piece here. You really do not want to hear this. Yeah. Maybe just just
2: like two seconds at most. Yeah. I wish I hadn't got stoned. Wasn't even supposed to be a song. It wasn't supposed to exist at all like I was it was. it's like two years old or something or at least a year old for sure a year old more and I remember I was and home. yeah so that's the way our whole show sounds now and we did so much about that we talked all about I, I, I'm not trying to rub it in about what you will have missed because of this corruption but we're just sitting here like oh man now we're gonna have a, a bit of a shorter episode but still um we want to bring you something nice something personal so Um, we do have some important things happening this week. I do have this new single coming out, uh, tomorrow, and we're going to show a little clip of that on today's show for, for our special listeners. And we did mention in the other recording, like, you know, it's great that Joe Biden was elected. It's really interesting to see what's going to happen in the next few months. Um, and of course I turned 30 this week. Um, on Saturday. So we've had some really nice people send in a few clips of some of their favorite memories and, or some funny stories about things that we uh, did together. Um, the first voice that you just heard at the top was um, this lovely little three-year-old girl, uh, Marlene, and she is the daughter of Moritz Binda, our biggest fan who we're going to hear
1: from in a little bit. Um, I did just want to say... By the way, you still did not bring the gin and tonic he sent.
2: I did not. (laughs) I brought beers, but I forgot the gin and tonic. (laughs) Damn it. Um, I did just want to say right here at the top that I know this is kind of a different episode than usual, given the circumstances. But if you are, in general, a fan of our show, you can support our show, at patreon.com slash Jordan Prince there you can donate for as little as three dollars a month and giving to our cause and helping us uh, move this show upward and onward and also um, depending on where you're listening if it's on Android or iPhone you can go to wherever platform where you listen to the show you can give us a nice comment or a rating or a review or a share or anything and it really really helps people find shows like ours which is uh, you know a bit more cult a bit more personal and uh, helps us find new listeners so
1: did you see the the latest review we got on apple podcast i didn't what's it say it says here we go best election special what a great show well researched facts and very interesting and diverse points on points of view personal opinions and experiences from people all over the world fears and hopes predictions and giving courage to all people who worry about america's fate like your election special very much. Podcasting at its best. Go on like this.
2: Thank you very much. That's a really, really, really sweet comment, and, and it's from my mom, and it's from your mom, <laughs> <laughs>
1: which, which is uh, makes it makes it not not worse at any at no any it point. makes it even better. It makes it, makes it even it better, um, even more special. So thank Love you, you, mom. Thanks for this. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Um, so that's the kind of level we expect of you guys. If you think about yes <laughs> it just, just takes a
2: couple of minutes just just write uh, you know anything you feel about the show or just give us a share. Um, yeah so since we've already talked about it let's just jump in. Um, I have a new song coming out tomorrow you're gonna hear a little clip of it today. it's called I wish I hadn't got Stoned and it's you know a fun uh, like poppy heavier rock sort of style of a song it was like a jingle that I wrote. Alone one night, and it was meant to never be on a record. And then, uh, eventually, through a series of events, of uh, friendships that faded and projects that ended, it ended. You know, it worked its way into this uh, new album. And thanks to the ideas and the courage of the lovely Tim Hecking, who we're also going to hear from, it became what it is. So, I really, really hope you enjoy it. What we do want to show you is um, a little. A little clip of the demo, like the original demo of the song. It was just a you know a cheap, dirty little acoustic version of the song, and just to show you the difference between how 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 far a song can go from the scratched out ideas to the finished studio product.
1: Exactly, because um that's something we talked about before on the on the recording, and that's the last time I'm <laughs> going to name that. And that's a, in general a topic I think we can talk about again at another point, maybe for the album's release or um, for anything else, for any other point where we talk about music. um, We just don't want to reenact what just happened here. Um, So we'll leave it to another point. But yeah, just to give you a very, (laughs) very um, easy perspective on what happens between a first idea in Jordan's mind until a released single? Here are those two clips, and I can say one last thing it's not what you would expect a Jordan Prince song to sound like.
0: I wish
2: I- big difference there. And I have to attribute a lot of the reason why the final product sounds the way it does to, to a good friend of mine, Tim Hacking. Um, it's, yeah, it started off very raw and I had no idea really where to take it or how it would sound in the end. But thankfully, um, you know, I had a lot of freedom and a lot of, uh, inspiration in the studio and I decided to keep it and, and help, you know, try and mold it into what it is now. And, um I never really pictured it actually as the one of the singles but I think it is the right choice it's it's short it's radio friendly it's a little funny
1: Was it one of the those songs where the label came up and said that should be a single This was the yeah this was basically the one
2: they really pushed for the second single because originally like I said on other shows we were going to release the album in January Yeah so this was going to be a, the last single before the release but now everything's pushed back we have a third single in February um and probably at some point, some, an album, eventually. an album. <laughs> some, at some point, an album, some year from now,
1: <laughs> and maybe we can record something like we talked about on the show.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's my next, uh, after this, then I have a bit of a gap and I can, I can, all the pressure kind of eases down and I can talk about it a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's the big thing coming up. Uh, also while you're listening to this, you can go to Instagram and you can look at, uh, pop-up records i have done an instagram takeover today on my outdated ipad because instagram we doesn't work we hope you can do it on your outdated we, ipad we hope you can do it <laughs> yeah um if your instagram still works which i'm jealous of then you can go there and check out uh, the post that i'm setting up for today and you can look at um the absurdity going on on their instagram and yeah i guess the biggest news this week is that on Saturday, I turn 30. And in America, this, you know, it's a funny thing, a reason why I really like Germany. Um, in America, there's all this hype about turning 30, and it gives you this kind of sensation that it's a negative connotation, but that this feeling that it's, it's all over kind of, it's almost like, oh, you're getting old now. <laughs> but I think the cool thing about Germany is that people really pay attention to and help celebrate these big 10 birthdays like 30 40 50 60 70 80 and i think it's not this idea that you're old but that you're still alive you're still alive (laughs) yeah it's like this thing of like hey man like 30 like yeah you made it till here yeah yeah and it's really cool and i i already know a little bit about maybe some things i'm gonna get and some things that might happen, but I'm, I'm. Of course, I expect there will be some things I don't know will happen, or people that I don't know I'll see, or things like that. Given the rules I'm allowed to see, um, and that's so nice, and that's so great. You know, I had this whole different plan in mind for my thirtieth. It's on a Saturday, so of course I wanted to have this humongous party. Um, and now that I can't do that, you know, we're going to try and make the best of the situation. But because I have a birthday this week, we had some really sweet friends send in some clips to kind of send me and send me on my way to wish me good luck to remind me of some great stories some great memories yeah some nice moments we had together um some funny tales um and i guess we should just jump right in huh yeah ready when you are so the first Uh, story I have. Let me see where this one is. Oh, that's in WhatsApp. So the first story I have, we're just going to play most of these back to back. Um, We don't want to talk about the clips individually the same way that we did with the election special. Um, But this one is from my friend Kati, and she's been a great supporter of the show and a good sweet friend for a long time now and uh this is her her memory one of my her first memories of me in uh in europe
4: so i was thinking about a funny story which jordan and i have together and then i thought i'm just telling the story when we first met so it was the summer i guess seven seven or eight years ago and well of course it was not the first first time um I met Jordan but this was when I really met him so um so we are this gang of uh three very old school friends Basti, Evie and I and we used to go on holidays together since ever like since our um our parents allowed us to go to our first Italy trip together with I guess 15 or 16 years old like and um for this year's summer like in in like in the summer 2014 we decided to bring our partners because we all just started kind of serious relationships or what we thought about serious relationships at this time well and (laughs) and we wanted to to um yeah to bring them together and to get to know each other better and stuff like this so there was Basti and Guy It was me and um, Thomas and it was Evie and Jordan and we were all kind of nervous and curious and happy about this get-together so we decided to start the holidays with a little party in this vacation home um, of my family in, in, in south of France and Um, Yeah, we had a few drinks, everything was fun, it felt easy and cozy and nice and it was like we know each other since ages and stuff like this. So (laughs) that was the moment um, when Guy created his uh, new signature drink, which was white wine and red wine mixed together and he called it rosé and everybody had to, to taste it. Um, And I guess that was the moment when things went down pretty quickly. Well, um, I guess Thomas, my my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend was the first who had to to go to bed and then followed by Guy who had to throw up first, I guess, I hope I'm right. and well, of course, followed by Jordan, uh, who had a really hard time reaching, reaching this toilet. Um, and the next morning when I woke up, there was not a few ants. There was like a road of ants um, who showed me what, what Jordan did last night. <laughs> And and he was he felt so terrible about it. He was so embarrassed. Um he tried to clean it and make it even worse. Um and I guess that was the moment when I when I realized, yeah, Jordan, Jordan he's part of he's part of the gang already. Um This was one of our first holidays together. No, it was the first holiday together, followed by many more. And I hope there will be many, 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 many more to come.
1: <laughs> that's, that's my man, Jordan. <laughs> showing, that's great. Showing them European girls how to party. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: you, Kati. That's a great memory. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. So what what she said, maybe it was a little, um, just a little confusing at one point. She said there was a, a huge trail of ants the next morning that led her to the toilet to see where I had thrown up. And I tried to clean it, but I accidentally made it worse.
1: How could you do that? Well, I cleaned it, <laughs> but
2: I just didn't clean it good enough, I guess. And there was still ants for a second day. And it was just so gross. I felt so bad. But finally, it all cleaned up and was all good. But that was like my first kind of orientation to (laughs) to this friend group. (laughs) This is a, a sweet story from my mom. She calls it My Little Rebel.
5: Ooh. We went with my sister one day to see some little animals that a friend of hers had. We thought, oh, Jordan will enjoy this so much. So we got to the friend's house, and we got out of the car, and the first thing we saw was a hen walking across the yard with all her little chicks. It was so cute, and oh, you just wanted to pet them and and get close to them. And we said, now, Jordan, don't get close to them and definitely don't try to touch them because that hen will flog you. It'll hurt you because she is very protective and she don't want you touching her little chicks. The next thing we knew, we heard you screaming. We looked back and that hen had come up off the ground, flapping its wings and had its nails on its feet, just clawing at you. And, (laughs) and what had you tried to do? Touch the little chicks. And the whole time we were there, that hand, if you got anywhere near her, she would start running to chase you. And that's just one of many stories where we told you not to do something, and you did it anyway.
1: that's very true That's one of many 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 stories (laughs) but i have kind of a similar story when i was um like four years old or something i guess four or five years old and my what do you call it? my godmother um who's an old friend of my mom and she had a you call it dachshund 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 the dog yeah the the tiny one dachshund yeah yeah Um, she had one of those and it was the first time I was allowed to lead him on the line. Mm -hmm. And she told me, no matter what, don't let this line go. (laughs) Then we walked on for five minutes or something. Nice little walk around Oberstdorf. Um, and then this Dachshund saw a cat. And I was told not to let the line go. Oh no! (laughs) And he—he, you know this meme? Like you want to see some real speed? (laughs) He escalated totally and ran away. I didn't let the line go, (laughs) so he kind of he kind of pulled me behind him towards his cat, and then I stood up again, crying, (laughs) and my my skin went off of my nose and my my forehead. (laughs)
2: And oh I'm, man i must have
1: been standing there like i don't remember all of it obviously i must have been standing there like yeah you told me not to let the light go <laughs> you were like blaming them for the
2: attack it's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. i didn't let go i didn't <laughs> let go <laughs> oh man oh man there's so many oh god i love these kinds of stories when you were a kid um this next birthday wish is from our very own
3: Tim Hecking. So, Mr. Joatten Prince, my dear friend. And to begin with, I would like to spell dear with a double E, because that's actually the way we got to know each other. <laughs> was your very first recorded piece of music in Germany was the Deer Jump, of course. And I can, like, remember you coming over to my studio, like, um, days before <laughs> this, this, uh, this big open-air festival called and Grooves in Oberstdorf, where you had your very first gig on <laughs> in Germany. And um, I think it was only two or three days before you came over to record those songs, The Deer Jump. And well, what should I say, from this day on, our friendship has developed and uh, grown stronger over the years. And of course, um, your 12 Songs for 12 Friends album like, was all recorded like here in my studio, and w- which was of course one of my... I don't know. Maybe my favorite studio moments like of all time because it was just such an such a positively intense like 10 days. And of course it's it was way more than 10 days because we did the mix and everything and you know, it was just such a huge project with such great people and I don't know. This is just somehow my, my greatest memory I have like if I think of you all this the, the 12 Friends album of course and I mean you know 30 years old dude that's, that's nothing <laughs> I'm you know I'm really looking forward to like uh, the, the next 50, 60 years with you recording albums with you looking forward to the next one and um i'm happy to say to count you to my very dearest and closest friends so happy birthday dude um all the best and um cheerio
1: dude thank you thank he's you, such a sweetie you know what That's just so came sweet. to my mind since what? we mentioned earlier on our second recording today, <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I can't believe we lost that. that first we want to um, dive deeper into talking about how your your the process of your music from the first ideas to finalized recordings. What about whenever, if ever? No, <laughs> we hope so. This album releases. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if yeah, why not make a trip to the Algoy and record. A music recordings kind of special at Tim's studio. Oh, that would be with cool. him. That would be super cool. I think he'd be down for that. Man, maybe so, he's too.
2: listening to this one. So, Tim, I'm going to call <laughs> you about that. Probably. <laughs> that would be super cool. Um, this is a uh, kind of a silly one from my good friend Matt, who the song "Stars" is about.
6: We had a special beer once between the two of us. <laughs> One time We had this special beer Between the two of us You lived at Bruno's house I lived at my house We drank the special beer And the sky turned purple And when the sky turned purple We hit the streets With the moon howling at our backs I remember we were in the car Canal Street and You turned to me Said Hey Let's get to Esplanade Avenue. I said, hey, let's do it. Whip that Cadillac to the left, down Jefferson Avenue, right turn on Esplanade Avenue, and there we were. The night the Saints won the Super Bowl. And there we were. The Knights, the Astros won the World, and there we were the night you took me to that party I said hey Jordan thanks for taking me along you said Matthew it's no problem at all take another sip of this beer this blue and purple magical beer I said wow thanks gulp 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 this memory is only one one of many magical memories I had with you and that magical beer.
2: Uh, thanks, man. I think, I think his TV was on in the background there. <laughs> I really loved that one. Thanks, dude. Um, of course, that's a bit of a fantasy, but it's a nice... <laughs> it's a nice fantasy. kind of wish it was true. That's really... <laughs> That's really sweet, man. <laughs> that purple magical beer.
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> um, so let me see. Oh, yeah. The next one here is on. Here we go. Um, this is from an old friend uh, named Ben Matheny, who has not appeared on the show before. And um, so, yeah, he has one thing in his story that I'm going to make clear after but uh, it's still a very funny thing, um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it.
7: So, my first time hanging out with Jordan in Ernest, you know, our first time really spending time together—we um, were, you know, going back to my place and just kind of hanging out, sharing some laughs, having a nice time. Um, then there's this big misunderstanding, uh, which is hilarious and a story for another time, that resulted in um, a police sort of situation. And um, next thing we know, Jordan and I and a couple other friends find ourselves all face down on the ground with handcuffs on. And we're, you know, presumably all going to prison now. And, uh, you know, we were terrified. Um, Of course, eventually everything got straightened out. And I can attest that Jordan Prince has never committed a crime in his blessed, shiny life. And he uh, he did walk free that night. It was all all a big funny misunderstanding. Um, But while we were laying there, of course, we didn't know uh, how it was all going to turn out. And, um, you know, we're young, we're kids, but like I think I was the oldest one at 22 and I think they were, I, mean, I think Jordan been like 18. And so, you know, I was I was terrified. I assumed everybody else was reasonably terrified. Um, but after a long period when we just kind of been laying there just sort of on the ground, sort of, you know, the cops are doing their thing and we're just sort of laying on the ground, he just kind of says to himself, huh, face off. And one of the cops, thinking that he's spilling some, Criminal industry trade secrets or something kind of comes down real close. Says, "What'd you say, boy? Say it again." And Jordan says, um, "Well, uh, he kind of points, kind of nods up to a, my video collection, my VHS collection, and there's a copy of the Nicolas Cage, John Travolta classic Face Off there." And he says, uh, "Yeah, just yeah, you know, Face Off. I was just noticing, I was just noticing he has Face Off in his collection. That's kind of a, it's kind of a weird choice, huh?" And the cop just kind of glares at him and says, uh, I think it's best you don't talk anymore. And, uh, we just kind of went back to it. Um, but that's my, you know, that's my first real memory of, of Jordan. You know, he's a guy that even in the face of adversity, um, you know, just, just loves to notice Nicolas Cage movies. I think that's probably the, the takeaway here. Yeah. What a good guy. What a cool guy. Happy birthday, buddy. I love you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> sweet thanks, one ben. <laughs> and for a moment i thought you were a rebel as a kid <laughs> <laughs> thanks
2: ben for that that's a really cool memory actually i, I wrote him when he sent that that uh it was a nice to to relive that because it was it was really funny i mean basically so just to correct him um i mean i've talked about it on the show before of course i have committed crimes i was you know part of this like chip truck
1: situation he and burned stuff. a house down multiple yeah all that stuff, all that stuff. Stories, but that was whatever. before i even
2: met him and just to make it clear, like th- this, there was like this uh, like misunderstanding. Someone thought he was someone else at his house, and then we were there one night, just hanging out. And the the police came, and then they put us into these handcuffs because they were looking for someone in his house. And he thought we were like working with this guy, and then we all got let go like within within an hour or something. But there was just that moment where I'm sitting there in handcuffs, and Ben's in there in handcuffs, and my friend Danny's there in handcuffs, and we're all just sitting there. And it's you know it's clear to us that we didn't do anything. They're going to let us go in yeah. any, any second. So of course my brain isn't scared anymore. And I was just looking at his, he had this like VHS collection of movies. And I remember just sitting there and was just like, huh, face off. And I just saw, I just, I know this, like this movie is just so like iconic for being so weird and yeah. so kind of lame, but also kind of amazing. And the cop really thought something was going on. Like I was speaking some code and get really <laughs> in my face. And I was like, no, I'm just saying, you know, Face Off is just a weird movie to have on in your collection. Who who buys Face Off? And then he was just like, "Don't, you know, you shouldn't talk anymore." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that and thank you Ben for sending that in. Um that's a really really fun memory to to relive and uh, I think I think a lot of people who listen to the show didn't know that story. I had completely forgotten about that because Like he said, nothing had actually gone wrong. It was just like a misunderstanding. So I didn't even remember that. Um, This next one is from, so I worked at this uh, school, um, obviously for the last two years. And this year was the first year where uh, I wasn't there anymore. And so this is from a colleague uh, at that school who sent a a really sweet birthday message.
0: Hi, Jordan. Happy 30th birthday coming up. We miss you. I don't get to see you so often anymore now that we are no longer working together at the school, but you have an infectious amount of energy that our school is seriously lacking and, um, we would just love to have you back. So my funny memory with you is, <laughs> I'm actually embarrassed to say it because I never brought it up again after I said it that first day and now it just seems like the right time, I guess. Um when we were getting to know each other, I wanted to support you and your music. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. You know, I've been dying to listen to some live music around Munich and go to some concerts, whatever it is. Yeah. Give me your CD, 12 songs with 12 friends. I want to give it a listen. Want to get into it. And a couple days later, you showed up at school with the CD. You handed it to me for free. And I basically was sitting at a computer and I just popped that puppy right in. And I listened to a couple of the songs, scrolled through a few of them, liked what I was hearing. I knew that you had some friends involved on the song, so I didn't know how much was you or who was you. And that was my first time ever hearing it. So you come back into the room with your lunch a couple minutes later and I go, wow, Jordan, totally digging it already. By the way, is this like a girl doing the singing? And you just go, no, that's me. That's my voice. That's how I sing. Yeah, I know. I was so embarrassed i put my foot in my mouth almost the first few days that i met you and i never brought it up to you again and i never rehashed that dirty little comment that i made and i was so embarrassed by it i hope you have forgiven me i love your music support what you do you are achieving great things and happy 30th birthday bye
2: thank you hallie Thank you,
1: Hallie. No, but so seriously, who's much. The, who's that singing on the record? <laughs> it's, it's, okay, it's Cosmo Joy. <laughs> we just doubled her. <laughs> we
2: just, yeah, we just snuck her and we changed some frequencies. It's all good. Oh man, thank you, Hallie, so much. I, you know, I, I wrote her when she sent this. I was like, you know, I forgot all about that because it didn't offend me at all that she thought the yeah. girl was singing. I've had that for years. You know, I thought but, that was such a whole thing. You know.
1: Yeah, but um, besides any gender cliches or whatever, you are one of those guys who has such a wide range from his I think everyday speaking voice. voice to his singing voice. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I talk like this.
2: Yeah, you know.
0: And then I sing like this.
2: <laughs> For those who don't know, that's exactly what I sound like. I mean, you heard the, really, you heard but, yeah. you heard the song, so.
0: Yeah. I sing like
2: this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to save um, the best for last on this special repeat crazy episode. <laughs> this is so crazy to do an hour and we have to delete it. Um, but basically, this is um, my one of my favorite supporters of the show. Um, he has supported us on Patreon. He has listened to every episode since day one. We heard his... Lovely, sweet daughter at the beginning of this episode. Um, she's she's competing with him to be my biggest fan, to be honest. <laughs> she's She drew a picture of herself and put it up against the 12 songs poster. And she's like, I'm, I'm the 13th friend. <laughs> it's so sweet, man. Um, this is, of course, uh, if you've heard our show uh, recently, this, is, of course, uh, is Moritz Binder. And um, this is a great story. A really nice memory, it's well told, and uh thank you so much for this story Moritz Here is uh well
8: here he is hey Jordan. This is Moritz so these are your last days of not being thirty. Enjoy them, but um don't freak out, man. It's pretty okay to be thirty i'm thirty eight years old now, and I have to say that the last eight years probably were the best of my life, so don't freak out. It's it's cool. You ask for my favorite Jordan Prince memory. Um it's that's difficult, but but um I think one of my favorite memories is uh, about this year in March, I think. That was the first lockdown in Munich and we drove to a cabin in the woods with friends to escape the the lockdown in Munich, because uh, my wife, my daughter, and me were pretty anxious about the the closed playgrounds and the closed kindergartens. And friends of us have a cabin in the woods, and um, they have a, a daughter as well. And so we we drove there, and we thought we can spend there like two or three weeks to to see what happens, and then we stayed like three months which was pretty intense but it was cool because the kids had each other and could play and yeah but it was it was a like a romantic time because the kids could play in the woods but it was also pretty tough for us um being parents because we didn't know what happens next and then you did your Instagram live concert which was pretty cool because it was like a window to the to the old world again. It was like a window to cultural events again. It, it was a great concert, and on that day, my daughter Marlene, who was uh, two and a half years old by then. She pretty fall in love with you. I mean, she has really liked this Jordan print thing. She's, uh, she, I think she became your number one fan by now. And, um, I told you that. And then you offered to, to play a private concert for her, uh, uh via uh, Skype and which was pretty cool, man. And, um, this was like her real first concert so we made like the small tickets and we 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 drew some some posters and we even made merch jordan prince merch and she and her friend the other uh, two-year-old girl were like super excited for the first concert and then we had like this room where we put the the laptop on a small stage and they had to wait in line and then they had to show their tickets and they sat down before the laptop and then you, you appeared on the screen and, and said something to them and you played like, I don't know, four or five songs. And it was like this cool idea for the kids, but it was I think even much more beautiful for us adults, their parents sitting there because the four of us were pretty touched because it was like this magic moment sitting sitting in lockdown sitting in the woods <laughs> don't we didn't know what what happens next in the world and there was like this half an hour of pure magic jordan prince music and everything was okay and everything was good and we yeah it was really like a, this concert moment and you gave that to us and that was a a great gift that was a great great gesture and, and 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 I still appreciate it very much and um yeah you have new fans now i think there's a new generation of fans growing up now being john prince fans to the bones and um thank you for for giving that moment to us and i will cherish that yeah i think forever so thank you for your show thank you for uh, putting out a new episode every week Jordan and thank you Mo because that's really great man I think you're, you're doing a really great job there every, every single week for free and uh, yeah I'm your biggest fan you know that so enjoy your last couple of days and we will celebrate later and even more though uh, Take care, bye bye.
5: Look David,
8: the saints are
3: coming through. Man, it's all over now, baby blue.
1: Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Badscheider, produziert für M94.5.